welcome to the SK Strength Show, where I try to help you make sense of all things health, fitness, and performance. This podcast is for people who want their exercise and nutrition choices to enhance their life, not consume it. If you're looking for coaching, then you can inquire through the link in the description or by heading to SK Strength on either Facebook or Instagram. So, hope you enjoy this episode and we'll get right into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the SK Strength Show. Um, Today's episode is going to be a few different topics because it is a confidence kickstart check-in Q&A response. Could probably have a shorter title for that. But the few questions that I got from the group were around gym anxiety, um, structuring your gym sessions and easing muscle soreness. So I'm going to tackle each one of those and basically I'm just going to get right into it. I thought I had a bit of an intro to do but I don't. So first one um, was, uh, I haven't written the full question down but basically the question was around tips to help with gym anxiety and we spoke a little bit about this on a coaching call Um, but I think as somebody that's not particularly experienced this having been in gyms basically my my whole life um, I think I maybe am not the best person to answer this but I've obviously helped people in the gym to kind of put these feelings aside so these are a few things that I think will potentially help Um, but I think this is actually probably an area where I could do with talking a bit more to some maybe some of my past clients or um, other people that have experienced this a bit more firsthand because there's obviously um, with things like anxiety it's hard to really understand it until you've been in those shoes I know that from um, my own sort of experiences with anxiety where I've had it around social situations and uh, traveling and all sorts of um, different things that I never used to experience it with so I having since experienced those things I definitely didn't really get it beforehand um, so that's kind of where I just wanted to sort of say that as a bit of a like disclaimer that these things that I say may not necessarily apply to you like I think our, our experiences of feelings of anxiety are individual and there's going to be certain things that make you feel comfortable that don't work for other people and vice versa um same with you know whatever other types of anxiety you've experienced in the past so all that said i think firstly recognizing that um these feelings of essentially unfamiliarity are very normal and Everyone ex- doesn't ex- wouldn't maybe call it gym anxiety, but everyone experiences this feeling of unfamiliarity to some degree. I would just say that you are experiencing it at a more intense level than average, let's say. So I think the sooner we can get you into a routine and a habit in the gym, the better because the more it gets put off 
the probably the worse it's going to start to feel. So actually taking that first step as soon as you can is probably a really, really good idea. And also recognizing that I don't necessarily think it's realistic to think these feelings will go away at some point and you'll never experience them again. I think we just get better at managing these feelings and we figure out ways to help ourselves when these feelings crop up and they may happen less often the more confident you feel but I think assuming that they're gonna pop up from time to time as we continue is probably a healthy thing to do um, and not to just expect that we're gonna do a few things and then suddenly these feelings will not happen anymore so to start off with I would reduce the pressure that you put on yourself for your sessions. So when we've been out of routine with exercise, it's often daunting to go in because it feels like this really big thing that we're going and doing. And it is a big thing you're going and doing. And it feels like we need to have the best session ever because if I'm going to put if if getting through the front door is the difficult thing for me and I'm going to put all of this effort into getting out and getting through the front door of that gym then I have to then also make that session worth it I think recognizing that what I've just said there of getting through the front door is your first challenge so see it for what it is that even if all you do is get through that front door and don't really do a lot else, that is still a big win and we can build on that. What we can't build on is not getting through the front door. So making that the goal initially, I think is important. And if that means that you have to kind of sort of try and lie to yourself that the plan for the day is just to go in and walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes and then leave then that's what we do so I would set the intention that you are getting yourself through the door and going to walk on the treadmill as your minimum expectation for the day and then go from there you may find that having a quick walk on the treadmill once you've got in so you can kind of settle in have a little look around see who's around see what equipment is generally free all of that sort of stuff, see if there's any sort of quieter areas of the gym compared to others. You might then start to think, actually, no, I feel not quite as bad as I was anticipating feeling. And then you get a bit more done than you thought you would. But then, you know, after having done that walk, you may be like, right, okay, I'm still not sure about doing this whole session. Let me just try and get through this first exercise. And then you could probably see see where I'm going with this. As you do that, what you do is you you are stacking wins on top of each other. You're building momentum throughout the session to make yourself feel better and better about what it is you're doing. And then if you get to a point of resistance where you're like, oh, I just don't feel comfortable with this exercise or I'm starting to feel really anxious or whatever then give yourself permission to call that session early 
and go home or switch the exercise or jump back on the treadmill for the rest of the time you're allotted to be there. Um, and the more often we can get you through that door consistently, the more you will get better at managing these feelings, in my opinion. Um, some other little things you can do. So make sure you're wearing clothes that you feel comfortable in. Um, you know, one of the things with the, the anxious feeling is often the feeling that people are watching you or judging you or whatever. So, yeah, wearing clothes you feel comfortable in, that you think you look nice in, whatever it is that is going to make you feel less uh, self-conscious and anxious about being in there. Um, make a playlist that you really, really like and you can sort of lose yourself in if music is something that is helpful for you because um, I know that that definitely is something that can kind of make you forget about the world around you, even just for a little bit. And then the last tip that I've got is something a little bit more in my wheelhouse in terms of um, things to help with this. But what's really important is repeating the same exercises so you get good at them. And by virtue of getting better at them, your confidence doing them will improve. You'll feel less judged that you're doing it wrong or something like that. And what most people do too much is switch up their sessions all the time because they're like, oh, I just need variety or I get bored. Okay, maybe that's true. I don't believe you. <laughs> I think that you should commit to, at minimum, doing, especially if you're new to this, if you're new to this, think how hard it is going to be to get good at exercises if you do them once every four weeks or something like that. It's, I, I don't know why we do this to ourselves with exercise and we don't do it in any other scenario. If you were wanting to learn how to, um, I don't know why how to knit has become the thing that is in my head, but I'm going to go with it. If you were wanting to really learn how to do that and to be good at that, you wouldn't just do it once a month or, you know, once every six weeks or something like that. You would do it once a week or a couple of times a week because the more often you do something, the better you get at it. It's not really, um, it's not rocket science. I didn't make that up. Um, practice makes perfect. You know, we've got all these little sayings that indicate to this, but like I say, repeat those exercises so you can really start to not maybe master them but you can get really good at them so that then actually when you go in you get onto exercise one and because you've done it for five weeks you know exactly what sort of weight you should be using you know exactly how to warm up for it in a way that makes you feel good for that first working set you know what equipment you're using, you know how to do the exercise. All of these things are going to make that gym anxiety feel less like it's in control of you. You're taking control of that environment. So that is the other thing I would do. Um, and alongside that, it kind of goes hand to hand, hand to hand, 
hand in hand with having a plan and having something you can follow, um, which for the person asking this question, you've obviously got my program, um, which is obviously amazing. So you're all sorted there. Um, and that's all I've really got for the gym anxiety stuff. I'm sure there's somebody that can uh, help out with this a little bit better than I can. Like I say, my experience with this is a little limited, but I think I've said some helpful, help, uh, helpful stuff there. So the second question is basically, is it okay for me to do my sessions back to back? Because um, Monday and Tuesday are this person's easiest days, but is that too much for me to do at the start of the week? So, I would say it's fine to do them back to back, even if I would prefer that there was a rest day in between. You will get used to it if you do it regularly, like anything. Um, you may have to adjust the sessions a little bit at the start, or maybe not go quite as hard at the start of getting used to it, just so that that second session is manageable. But there's no reason why you can't put sessions back to back. Um, I, for example, do two sessions back to back, have a rest, do another two sessions, and then have another rest. Um, so yeah, absolutely fine. Uh, the only thing that might slightly change is that, again, you may need to adjust the sessions a little bit. Um, for example, if you find that Romanian deadlifts, for example, really, really make your hamstrings very sore, um, which I definitely do, then doing leg curls, for example, in your next session might be quite tough. Um, again, it's not necessarily a massive problem, but you may find that you start to skip that exercise or something like that, which that's the thing that we don't want. Um, so in that scenario, you'd maybe just switch uh, an exercise with the leg curl so that you have both of them in the same session. Yeah, it's probably going to make your hamstrings even more sore um, doing both of them. Uh, but again, it's one of those things you'll you'll get used to it a bit more and it, they'll get less and less sore um, whichever way around you do it. And just a more like kind of, I guess, broad general point that applies to this is just anything can work. It's just about how you set it up and whether it's conducive to your life. So for this person, if your easiest days to get in the gym are Monday and Tuesday, then absolutely get in the gym Monday and Tuesday. And so for this person, they're doing my uh, group program. So I would maybe for you do one of the uh, strength sessions on the Monday and then I would do the circuit fitness type session on the Tuesday and then get your other strength strength session in somewhere else in the week um, and that should be absolutely fine. And what else was I going to say? Oh yeah, so getting the sessions in is obviously the priority. So doing them back to back is always going to be better than missing them because you can't fit them in. Um, 
But it might be that you have one week where you're like, actually this week I could probably do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And so you do that. But if you know that for the most part, Monday, Tuesday is going to be the best way forward for you, then that's how it is. And that's what you do. Um, if you really, really needed to make sure that the sessions weren't overlapping, you could do something like do an upper session and a lower session, which would be a fine way to split things up. Um, and yeah, just splitting up the muscle groups a little bit if you needed to. But uh, for your purposes, I don't think we need to. So last question is about tips for easing muscle soreness or DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness as it is called. So the thing with this is that there's not much you can do once you're sore other than just keep moving basically. So the main thing for, um, I guess it's not really about easing muscle soreness, but it's more about kind of avoiding muscles being too sore, is managing your training workload slash intensity so that you're doing enough to stimulate the adaptations that you want, but not doing so much that you end up really sore the next day. So stimulate don't annihilate as a friend of mine used to say i uh, don't know if he stole it from somewhere else but um i'm now stealing it and uh, i'm gonna keep it so yeah stimulate don't annihilate um another thing is again like i said with the the gym anxiety like doing the same sessions week to week or the same exercises week to week is gonna really help with that because our bodies will adapt to the training stimulus you're giving it so that's why you tend to be very sore uh, after that first session or that first week and then the soreness tends to dissipate as the weeks go by that is your body adapting to the training you're giving it and if we keep that training at a relatively similar workload and intensity then that's what will happen. You'll adapt to it. The things that really do make you sore are basically anything new. So if you do a new exercise, you're going to probably feel some soreness. If you really spike the workload in some way, whether it's volume or intensity, so volume being the amount of work you're doing, intensity being the intensity or the how heavy uh, the work is um, if you significantly spike one of those things then it's more likely you're going to feel a bit sore um, so yeah again there's another reason to not constantly change things and not always want to seek out um, variety um, through boredom because the most boring thing of all is to exercise all the time and get no results and be sore all the time. Because you, it's basically that. That's kind of what happens when um, the only thing people do is fitness, like classes. Because you know somebody different's running the class each time. Uh, they don't know who's turning up. So it's not uh, scaled up or down. 
for your needs. It is just, this is a workout. You come in, you work really hard, you leave. And because they've just got to sort of make it generally good enough for most people because they're not, it's not tailored towards you, obviously, then you just end up really sore after every single time you do it because they want to change it up and make it fun and all of that stuff. But the most fun thing is to get really good at the exercises you're doing, to feel really confident with the program you're doing and to get stronger, gain muscle and do all, get all of the adaptations that you are seeking from resistance training, um, which is what we're, what we're trying to do. And then anything else to ease the actual soreness when you do have it. Other than, like I always tell people, just make sure you don't um, just lie around and not do anything because of it. Um, not that this person will be doing that because I know that they won't. Um, but like, for example, if your legs are really sore from a session, get out for a walk, that sort of thing. Um, also, don't necessarily feel like just because you're sore, you can't um, train again. Because I've definitely had sessions where I've gone in a bit sore. In fact, I've had lots of times where this happened. I've gone in feeling a bit sore. And then actually as I've got warming up and stuff, it's been all right and actually has made me feel a bit better. Um, so you could even go in uh, and do not like a full-on session, but you could even go in and do a bit of a... Um, what I would call just like a, a move around session where you do use really light weights, just move your muscles and joints through a nice big full range of motion and just see how it makes that soreness feel. I usually find that it helps. Um, but yeah, generally prevention is better than cure for muscle soreness, I'm afraid. Um, and yeah, that is everything that I was going to talk about today. Nice, short-ish uh, podcast, seeing as the last one I did was half an hour and um, could have gone on a lot longer. So thank you for listening and thank you to the Confidence Kickstart group for their questions. I look forward to next week's ones and that's everything. Thank you for listening. If you got this far, make sure to subscribe for more podcasts like this every week. Um, if I keep getting good questions, I'll try to make two a week because I'm doing this Q&A one now and I've actually got another one that I've already planned. So maybe I'll do that one on Friday. So yeah, see you on the next one.